and rising everyone happy monday it's interesting to come live and to talk about recreating our world based on our um, internal thoughts and beliefs when there's so much craziness going on in the world but if you do want to talk about how we can change our mind and how we can shift our reality then continue to watch hi everybody that's already in here what's up um, it's been a weird week. I'm sure it's been a very strange week for most of us. Um, it's like I said, it, it just feels odd to be on here and want to talk about, you know, positivity and light when there's so much death and destruction that's happening like everywhere. And, um, we do have a part in this and that's one thing that i can say is that we do have a part in this and how we react to it um further will co-create the reality that we're now living in and a big portion of this is harvesting the energy harvesting those low vibrational energies that most of us are feeling or that people around the world are feeling the fear is being ramped up again um Chaos is being ramped up again. There's all these things that are happening through nature that um, are displacing people. People are losing their lives, their livelihood, and all things like that. And um, I know I have my water. I do. I got it. Um, but this is all a part of it. And I think the more that we understand the way the matrix that we're living in works, the more that we can manipulate it to our advantage. And that is really the most important thing is manipulating this reality to our advantage instead of feeling that we are a victim to it. Um, because we, we often feel victimized by the things that are happening, the things that are occurring. And um, I think bringing awareness to what's going on is important, but taking inspired action is more important. And based on my post last night, there were some people that were angered by it. There were some people that were empowered by it. And, um, basically what I said last night in my post was that instead of focusing on how these fires, um, unraveled, how it all happened, put that energy into actually helping the people that are going through all this shit. And for whatever reason that was triggering for people, which I'm not sure how you missed the message, but many did. And, um, we're in a very highly emotional time right now and people want answers, but you can't want answers more than you want to help the people that have actually experienced it. At least that's how I see it. My first reaction is go into the action of helping. Like, what can you do? How can we help people instead of, you know, pointing out exactly what happened, right? But even more so than that is the energy that we're sending out. We are co-creating the reality. So the energy that we're all sending out, you can do both, but most people aren't. That's the problem. The energy that we're all sending out collectively only further co-creates that type of feeling, which then causes more distress, more trauma, right? And it's important for us to do this type of work so that we can help other people. Because what, what are the people that are in Maui right now? Most of those people, I would imagine, since so many went into that, uh, that action, they had that inspired action to get into a mode where they're just helping people and helping people. They're on their jet skis, they're on their boats, they're dropping off goods, they're finding ways to make things happen when the government is making it impossible for things to happen. So when you jump into that inspired action, it inspires other people to want to do the same thing. Okay, well, if they're helping over there, then we can do this over here. And people are, are collectively raising the vibration even through the worst nightmare and trauma that they could ever possibly live through. Those people are coming together collectively and energetically. And we are seeing that, right? We're seeing that through videos. We're seeing that through pictures of people helping one another. So that is an inspired action. And that inspires us, a lot of us, 
to jump into that inspired action as well. And what what is that? That is co-creating. We're co-creating that reality. In spite of the horror that they are facing, they're saying we're going to be okay. We're going to rebuild this. We're going to do this. We're going to stick together. That is a co-creation. Because that inspires other people around the world when they're going through tragedies. That you too can also raise the vibration of your community and just get into action. And I think that that's very important. It's a very big lesson that we can learn from people that are going through something that most of us will never, ever, ever, ever experience in our lives. That they're saying, come on, let's go get up. Get up, we can do this. We're going to get through this. That's literally manifestation. Instead of people sitting around and crying, and I'm sure that there are people that are going through that in grief, but there are many people that are saying, come on, get up. Let's do this. Let's do this together. Let's figure this out together. Let's figure out how we're going to do this. Because imagine if everyone just gave up. But there's people around the people that don't have the strength to do it to say, come on, we can do this. How can we help? What can we do? What do you need? We have your back. Come on, you have the strength in you to do this. Let's go. Imagine the people that lost their children or any family members or even their pets. Imagine what they're going through knowing the suffering that happened. And those people are going to need a lot of people like us that have the strength that that say, come on, get up, let's go, we can do it, we can help you. We're here for you. We're going to be your strength. Instead of being victims or feeling like victims to something that we haven't even experienced. We can get up and say, come on, get up, let's go. How can we help you? Which is the reason why I posted what I did last night. Is because there's too many people worrying about the how things happen rather than empowering the people that have had this happen to them. To say, come on, we have your back, get up, we're going to help you. It just, it's, there's too many of us that just jump from one topic to the next because that's the newest headline. There's too many people that have already forgotten about or just aren't even worried or concerned about the things that happen there. But there needs to be more people that say, come on, get up. We're here to help you. We have your back. Even energetically. Sending that energy to people instead of just forgetting that it happened or moving on to the next hot topic of the week. When people are still looking for their missing loved ones. And we've already moved on. We collectively, I'm saying. At least the people's accounts that I follow. Which I'm unfollowing. Because we forgot what it's like to be human. We forgot how to be human or what it's like to actually put yourself in the position of someone else that's suffering just because you aren't. And I just cannot get behind that. Yes, on to the next thing. And it's just social media can be good and bad for so many things. And part of the bad part is, is that it's just this instant gratification or it's just having us not have the ability to focus on one thing. There's so many things. Think about it. You scroll on a screen. There's so many different ideas popping up on the screen every time you scroll. So your focus is not anywhere. It's good for sharing information and it's really bad for the dopamine hit that people need and are addicted to. So I'm reading a little bit from Project 369. Um, Where do we want to start? Let's start with hard times. When you're going through hard times or obstacles, what is your assumption towards these times? So when we're going through the difficult times right now with things around the world collectively. What are your assumptions towards these times? For example, Alex Jones posted, I've spoken to two different federal agents and they're saying that they're going to implement the COVID restrictions again and we're going to be in lockdown. First of all, that's fear porn. Second of all, when you make statements like that, Those are assumptions that you're making. 
you're making these grand assumptions that are telling people we are going to be in lockdown again. And then people take that information, they harness that energy, the fear starts happening, the hopelessness starts happening. Fear mongering. That manifests our reality because who is to say we are going to be in lockdown? That's up to me. That's up to you. That's up to every single person that watches this. How that's going to unfold. So when you see the part people are playing in this matrix, this is fear-based. His has always been fear-based. When you can start to understand the players in this and how they operate, everybody has a place. Everybody is playing a certain character. You get to be the villain or you get to be the superhero. You get to be the victor or you get to be the victim. And we all have a choice in what we play in this game of life. So when you have someone that's... what When you're going through hard times or obstacles, what is your assumption towards these times? What are you assuming to be true? If you're assuming, oh my God, we're going to be in lockdown again. We're going to all have to wear masks. You're going to assume that into your reality. But if you stop being a victim to people and listening to people like him who fear monger, you realize that you have a choice. You realize what happens when people stand up for themselves, just like we did three years ago. You realize what happens. You realize who holds the power and who doesn't. And I can tell you right now, it's not the fake powers that be that hold the power. It's us. Your assumptions will decide the way you react to the challenges you are facing. Again, when you have somebody like Alex Jones saying, they're going to lock us down again and all this is going to happen. Your assumptions will decide the way you react to the challenges you are facing. If you take his words and say, oh my God, this is so scary. I can't believe it's going to happen. I can't do this all over again. You're just helping to create the co-creality that he is fear-mongering you into believing. Because this system, this matrix system is built on our beliefs and our feelings and our emotions. So if you believe the things that you hear on TV, if you believe the things that other people who have no control over anything that you do, nobody has control over you or me except for you or me, then that's what your reality becomes. Benny, always in there in the positive. Uh, okay. I just want to read a few comments for a second. Complaining lowers your vibration. We collectively can stand against it. And when we collectively do anything, that's how we create. It can be that simple. And, and I don't understand how people don't understand that. You can choose to react in certain ways based on how you perceive these obstacles. You have the freedom to view what you are facing positively or negatively. The sun is in my eyes. You and I have the freedom to view what we are facing positively or negatively. That's it. Where do you stand? Getting on my nerves, the sunlight is right in my eyes. I'm not giving it any attention. You have free will. The will to choose whatever you want. Whichever you choose will bring forth your outcome. If you believe any of these things to be true that you hear, whichever you choose, whether it's positive or negative, will bring forth your outcome to it. So we can spend our time trying to unravel all the things in the world and why they're doing this and expose that, or we can jump into action of how we can actually help. And I know that awareness is part of helping, but when you are constantly stuck in a perpetual state of looking and diving and staying in this negative space, you're only helping to co-create that reality. So it's one thing to observe things and to have awareness of things, but it is another to live in that space, dwell in that space, and have negative energy around you all the time. 
we're literally surrounded by blessings. Thank you, Ben. Okay, that's better, I guess, if I move over. Okay. That is what they want, distracted and confused. And that is the truth. Distracted and confused. They throw so many things at us at the same time so that we feel helpless and don't do anything at all. And that's a space that we should never be in. Be in a position where you affirm the concept of self. You need to affirm your I am no matter what you're dealing with. Oh, God, we have a stupid troll in here. Are you that bored this early in the morning, weirdo? Okay, now you're getting blocked. See you later. Are people that bored? After, God forbid, after I started posting about Hawaii, trolls came out of nowhere. I feel that. I think that's very strange. It's very, very strange that once I started talking about that, that all the trolls came out. Yes, I, I deleted the troll. See it later. So again, you need to affirm your I am no matter what you're dealing with. <laughs> he does obviously need it. You need to affirm your I am no matter what you're dealing with. What does that mean? We have more reach, more trolls in here. So how can a retreat be fake if you actually have to fly somewhere to go? People are so insane. Another block, guys. See, I tell you. Oh, it's the guy from Joe's Live. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, I got it. I got the new troll, guys. That's two already. Wow. I feel very special. So again, the I am. What are we affirming in our I am? I'm so scared. I feel so helpless. I am. Um, I'm not able to do anything. What is your I am? <laughs> he keeps changing his name with the same guy. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I want to stress this again. And I just am so like astonished by the people in Hawaii and how they just come together and help people, right? What is their I am? I am strong. I am resilient. I am able to help. Um, I am scared. Marcy says, so what is your I am? We need to affirm what our I am no, is no matter what we're dealing with. Another one. <laughs> oh, God. This person is really, really... Just bored. I had to block that one again. Oh, wow. And just so. <laughs> oh, my God. This is hilarious. Um, <laughs> oh, God. And just so everybody, everybody knows, we're up to 20000 finally with um, the fundraiser. And the fundraiser is through my 501c3. So just so we can say how how 501c3 works um because people are hesitant to where they donate so once you receive the money from the 501c or from the foundation um network for good then takes their good old time to get money right but since i have the person that runs my 501c3 has been doing this for 20 some years and she will not allow one thing to be out of compliance because she's so neurotic and she's so amazing at what she does. So every single penny of where that money goes has to be accounted for and it is all public knowledge. So just so everyone has peace of mind, when you do donate to um, my 501c3 and I am compliant because I have Julie that <laughs> makes sure that I am because I wouldn't know how to run it myself. Um, Every single dollar is accounted for and you can see where the money is going. And once we do send the money out, we're going to send receipts to exactly where the money goes. So everybody knows exactly where their money was donated because that's important for us to have full transparency um, in everything that we do. Because I'm a person of integrity and I always will be. <laughs> Guys, this is a fun morning. God, people are again, another account. 
Oh my goodness gracious. I guess I'm just going to have to ignore this person. You're making our live really fun. Now I had to block that account. <laughs> um, I do have a job. I was actually just, I just got to my highest rank in the company with LifeWay, which is super exciting. Anyway, let's go back to this. Saying, making, and repeating affirmations will improve your conscious and subconscious, but you need to experience and take action while consuming the affirmations of self. What is affirmed is now materialized as long as you stay true and believe it to be a fact. So especially when you're in a time where, okay, I'm glad that you applied for a grant. Love it. We have a lot of work to do with the retreat. Um, I think with so much going on, it's been really just very distracting to try to um, focus on other things other than what's you know going on in the world. It's just been crazy. For example, if you're in a position where you feel stuck, instead of worrying, automatically come at the thought with an affirmated, affirmation stated, I'm undergoing a powerful transformation. I enable my best self by having a positive attitude. And so many of us are going through a, a transformation, whether it's positive or negative, we get to decide what that is. So, um, for example, last week I was having really bad stomach issues and I never have stomach issues ever. And I'm like, this is so weird. Why is this happening right now? Why is this happening right now? And I was supposed to go to Florida this weekend for an event and I missed it because of my stomach. Like I couldn't travel. I couldn't do anything. And I, every time I ate something, I feel sick. I wasn't able to eat. Even when I would drink juice, like I was sick to my stomach. And it's like, that doesn't happen for me. I drink juice all the time. I didn't eat anything out of the ordinary. And this went on for almost a week. And it just kind of was getting progressively worse. And then, and then, <laughs> Jesus Christ. And then um, I did an energy session with Robert, right? And my stomach felt significantly better after that. And it's, <laughs> and then it's, continued to get better. This was Friday night at like 1030 at night. He did a session for me and I felt so much better. Right. And then it wasn't until yesterday that I realized why I was sick. And I posted in my stories. Um, I was doing a yoga challenge with my yoga mat company four years ago. I was in Australia and, um, when I was in Australia was the worst time of my life, literally the worst time of my life. And it's literally this exact time right now. So, um, when that memory came up yesterday on my stories, I was like, Oh my God, this is when I was going through the darkest time of my life. I couldn't, I wasn't eating. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. It was, literally the darkest period of my life and i was however many miles away australia is from here from here and i was on tour and um i was like it's my cell memory it's my cell memory that is reliving um the worst time of my life and it didn't happen to me last year or the previous year or anything i mean we're already going through so much stuff in 2020 anyway but it wasn't until this year that i realized holy shit this is why my stomach feels like this so once I recognized that, I took inspired action last night and I said to myself, this doesn't affect me anymore. This is my old story. My old story has no power over me. My old story has no power over me, right? And from that very moment, I was just like, I felt a weight was lifted off of my chest and it was, it was really just incredible. Um, once we recognize things and once we see things that have affected us once, they could come back and affect us again, right? So just like with everything that is going on right now or that was going on in 2020 or people are trying to bring, you know, tell us that we're going to be locked down again and all these other things. There are many people that will have post-traumatic stress disorder from that and it will all come rushing back, but we have the power to shift that. We have the, the power to change that. Um, I'm undergoing a powerful transformation or just simply my old story has no power over me. Think about where you were in 2020. Maybe you didn't really recognize what was going on. Maybe you were scared. Maybe you were disempowered. But now three years later, more than three years later, 
my old story has no power over me. We have the choice to step up now. For those of us that weren't that awakened then or didn't really realize what was going on, we have the choice to step into our power. So that if anything were to occur, we already have the playbook. We already know what's coming down the pipeline. So we have the power to change it. With the practice of this perspective during the hard times you face, you'll begin to notice a state of flow consciously and subconsciously. So once we do make that shift, once we do start saying, my old story has no power over me, no matter what it was, whether it was a relationship, whether no matter what it was, my old story has no power over me. Anytime you're thinking of something, anytime something is bringing you down, my old story has no power over me. The sun is, okay, maybe if I move a little bit this way. My old story has no power over me. So you will begin to flow consciously and subconsciously because now that you're conscious of the things that you're thinking, so much so that you're like, hold on, that nope, that thought's not true. We're not making that my reality. You're going to notice more of a flow consciously and also on a subconscious level, things are going to shift. And stop naming what you have. And that's such a good point. So many people, oh my God, my anxiety is so bad today. Oh my God, my Crohn's disease is so bad today. Oh my God, my arthritis is so so bad today. We're taking ownership of the things that we don't want. My, it's mine. Your reality can never shift if you truly, and not even because you're consciously saying or like you're consciously believing it. It just comes out because that's our belief. So if that's our belief that it's my anxiety, my depression, my back pain, we're owning it. We, we own it. We are taking ownership of it. And until we say, I'm feeling so much better today. The anxiety has left my life. Thank you so much for coming and going. When we change the story about the things that we're going through, our reality will shift. I feel anxiety just experiencing it. But I, now I thank, I thank my pain. Thank you for coming and thank you for showing me the things that I should or shouldn't be doing. You can leave now. Yes, that was me and I stopped naming it. I didn't mean to get the heckler started. People have a hard time believing that someone can make an impact to the community on the community and also gain personally. There's always going to be people that disagree with what you're doing. There's always going to be people that hate on what you're doing. There's always going to be people that think that you're just one person and you can't make a difference. And I beg to differ. If we all thought, I'm just one person and I can't make a difference. Imagine if 10 million people said, I'm just one person and I can't make a difference. Thank you all 10 million people. You're right. You just ruined it for everybody because all 10 million of you collectively are saying you can't make a difference. But what if 10 million people said and all agreed on the same thing? I'm going to go, you know, let's just give an example. I'm going to go and show up in Washington, D.C. and march at the Capitol. 10 million people said that and 10 million people showed up. So do you still agree that I'm just one person and I can't make a difference? Because that would be asinine, wouldn't it? That would be stupid. If you said I am one person, I can't make a difference. And 10 million people said that, or 10 million people said the opposite and said, I'm just one person and I can make a difference. Allison, my bestie in the world. I love you. I start every day with positive affirmations. I am grateful. I am healthy. I am strong. Today, for whatever reason, I woke up and I was like, something amazing is going to happen to me today. And it definitely wasn't the troll that came in here. Something fucking amazing is going to happen to me today. I'll let you know what it is when it happens. Okay, where do we start? Uh, affirming and staying true to your I am will allow you to get to your destination much quicker. If you do not stay true to yourself, you begin to live in denial. So when hard times do occur, how are you defining yourself via your I am? And that's just perfect right now. 
during hard times, how are you affirming your I am? I'm so scared. I'm so nervous. Oh my God. Oh my Lord. Guys, this is fun. Troll away. You guys are right. I guess it's the same person making a different account, but like who has time for doing all that? Something great is happening at all times. Because there really is, if you really look at the world, there is something great happening all the time. Whether it's happening to you or somebody else, there is always something great happening at all times. <laughs> Guys, I already blocked the person. I'm getting pretty quick with this. Okay, so when hard times occur, how are you defining yourself via your I am? Do you usually get mad at the current situation or are you affirming what is actually true? Replacing the negative with the positive is staying true to self. And again, this isn't, some people say, this is spiritual bypassing. This is like scientific fact. This isn't like a matter of somebody's opinion that just felt like writing this shit. This is actually based on science, how our world is a projection of our thoughts. This three-dimensional world is a projection of our innermost thoughts and beliefs. So if that's true, what are your innermost thoughts and beliefs? I'm powerful. I can do anything and I can change anything. I can shift my reality instantly. Or I'm scared and I'm, I don't know what to do and, and I'm lost and I'm hopeless and I'm all by myself. What am I going to do? How am I going to change this? What is your I am? I have an insane rage, unfortunately. Guys, a lot of us have rage within us, but that doesn't mean that you can't change and shift. Use your rage to affirm for the positive in your life. Because whatever rage that you have is because you're holding on to something. Something that doesn't serve you. Or for something that you didn't set a boundary with. Or for something that somebody did to you. But by you having that rage within yourself, that's doing yourself a huge disservice because all of that energy that is taking up space in your body with rage can be taking that up in your body with joy, with abundance, with happiness, with all these higher frequency thoughts and feelings instead of the rage. Because I lived with rage for a long time. Does it still live within me? Yeah, I can get there. But before, it was like I walked around with a chip on my shoulder all the time. If people say that they're intimidated by me now, based on who I am, you have no idea who I was. At all times, I had don't fuck with me face at all times. And that did a huge disservice to my reality because I just always attracted the things that resonated with that energy. So if we have that energy of rage all the time and you're always looking for a fight or you're always looking to just like kill somebody with words, you can only attract that which you are aware of being. So if you're saying, I'm full, of, unfortunately, I'm full of rage, you're aware of your rage. You can only attract that which you are aware of your being. Let that shit go. And um, find energy practitioner that can help you move that energy out. Energy work is like the most amazing thing you can do. And it's not like sitting there talking about your feelings and hope that they leave. There are people that have the ability to take that energy and release it from your body. And it's the best thing that you could ever do. It's not therapy. You need one session. Maybe a couple months later, you might need another session. But it is the most powerful thing that you can ever do for yourself. In my opinion, anyway. At least that's, thus far on my journey, I found that to be extremely powerful. To be transformed, the whole basis of your thoughts must change. What did we just say? But your thoughts cannot change unless you have new ideas for you think from your ideas. So if your new ideas, I'm going to be happy and grateful every single day that I wake up. I'm going to be happy and grateful every single day that I wake up. And you think about that all day. Find things to be grateful for. I'm grateful for this couch that I'm sitting on. I'm grateful for my fluffy pillow. No matter how insignificant you might think it is, when you start to feel from a place of gratitude, the world will give you more things to be grateful for. For you think from your ideas, all transformation begins with an intense burning desire to be transformed. Do you have an intense burning desire to be transformed? If you don't, how can you get there? 
You get there when you're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You get there when you're sick and tired of your own shit. It goes into the law of vibration after that. The law of vibration states that all creation vibrates in certain frequencies, just as we just talked about. All creation vibrates in certain frequencies. Everything in the universe is in motion and nothing rests. So what determines the frequency of vibration for humans? For humans, it all starts with a thought. Just like we explained, if you have the awareness that you are full of rage, then you have thoughts that reflect that rage. You have thoughts of being angry. You have thoughts every day of just being mad at the world. So what determines the frequency of vibration for humans? It all starts with a thought. What we put in our bodies also dictates our frequencies and what we put into our bodies becomes or comes from our thoughts. Ultimately, the process of our thoughts dictates the frequency of vibration we are in. If you have positive thoughts, you will be vibrating in a higher frequency that is faster motion, right? If you have negative thoughts, you'll be vibrating in a low frequency, which is very, very slower motion. So if we're vibrating at a lower frequency, it's a lot harder to manifest things fast when our vibration is moving very slowly. I'm, re I'm reading from Project 369, The Key to the Universe, Final Edition. I have like five or six 369 books. That's why I'm like confused for a second. Okay. Seeing that everything vibrates, we can sum up a collective consciousness, our thoughts combined. So if everything vibrates, we can sum up a collective consciousness, our thoughts combined. So say when these scary things are happening in our world and collectively there's millions and millions of people. Let's take COVID, for example, millions, and millions of people were scared to death. They wouldn't leave their house. They had plastic gloves on. They had masks on all these things. So if we have millions and millions of people that are vibrating, their thoughts are vibrating at that very low vibration, which is fear, hopelessness, right? The very, very bottom of the emotional scale is all those thoughts that are fear and all these things. If all if millions of people are vibrating at a very, very slow vibration, then that is the collective consciousness. So we understand that our thoughts create. So if millions and millions of people are having thoughts, I'm scared, I don't know what to do, how am I gonna change this? What's gonna happen? Am I gonna die? What if I get sick? We're all vibrating at that vibration that's the only thing that can be projected into the reality. But say we had those millions and millions and millions of people where the majority of people had that high vibration where they're like, I am fearless. I'm so healthy. I'm so happy. I'm so vibrant. Nothing can stop me. This isn't real in my reality. I get to say where how my reality goes. Imagine if millions and millions vibrated at that very, very fast frequency and vibration our world would have to project that reality but the thing is with propaganda with the tv with social media so many people were sharing this information and sharing how scared people were and you can't hug your grandmother and you can't go visit them and you can't do this and all these things people believe something that's not even real because these are ideas these are all ideas that that, that were happening at the same time and you got people to believe them. You got people to believe that you had to stand six feet away from another human. Because if you weren't within six feet, you're going to catch this disease and you're going to die. Those are beliefs. And if our matrix system is built on beliefs, then that's what becomes the reality. They wanted to stop the energy of us being together, combined, and in touch. Complaining is like a sugar addiction. Yes, indeed. I have all the things I need, all the love I deserve. Love, love, love. Nothing can stop you except for your thoughts. I just hope that we realize that. If we take away anything from today, nothing can stop you except for your thoughts and your beliefs. Your beliefs about something. Nothing. Nothing can stop you. If you say, oh my God, I can never do this. It's too hard. You're right. 
you, you can't do it and it's too hard and you'll never be able to do it. And the same person right next to you is like, I could do that. It's easy. No problem. And they'll go and they'll do it. The only thing that's stopping you from doing things is yourself and your beliefs. Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I am wise, so I'm changing myself. <clears throat> and it's such a powerful quote because, guys, I just have to give a super shout out to the Conscious Catalyst because he's in here and he's changed my life. If you talk about people that change lives, Robert, the Conscious Catalyst, is one of them. And I cannot recommend him enough. So, Robert, I'm glad that you're in here listening to me yap on, but... Um, He's, one, he's the person that helped me with my stomach the other day, and he's just incredibly gifted. So if, if you guys are having trouble with things in life, with thoughts, with stuck energy, the person that had the rage thing, hand it over to Robert. And I'm telling you, it, you're, it's just going to be the craziest shift that you've ever had. I can pin him, yes. I am saving this, yes. The... He's already there because I pin him. Okay, so I'm just gonna pin. Okay, guys, who that uh, the conscious catalyst who was pinned right there? That is the energy mover and shaker. I'm gonna say. Okay. Um, okay, where was I? Our collective consciousness got okay. Our collective consciousness guides the frequency of the earth. Do we hear that? Our collective consciousness guides the frequency of the earth. So if we have the millions and millions and millions of people that are all stuck in a fear-based consciousness, our collective consciousness guides the frequency of the earth. That was like so 2020. Now, Emily, hit him up. Now, why I believe that they are moving things so fast and having different catastrophes all over the world. Everywhere is on fire. There's tornadoes in places that never had them. There's hurricanes in places that never had them. All these things, right, that are happening is because they know that too many people have had their awakening and they're only moving upwards. So if our collective consciousness guides the frequency of the earth, and our frequency is constantly rising. These different, these, these low vibrational things cannot exist when people don't have the belief of them. Because this matrix system is based on our belief and projected consciousness. Our collective consciousness guides the frequency of the earth. So, so many things are going to be thrown at us within the next year or whatever it is. To try and bring our frequency back down. But it's so important that we don't allow that to happen no matter what it is that happens. How can I change my thoughts and beliefs? How can I bring my frequency up? How can I vibrate at that faster frequency so that I could then manifest more great things happening in the world? And the more people that understand this. The more that the world continues to change at a very rapid pace for the good. But the more that we believe that bad things are just going to happen. What are we going to do? They're not going to stop. They're going to keep doing this to us. And they're going to keep having all these crises happen. And there's going to be all these false flag events. The more you believe in that is the more you're staying in a low vibrational space. Guys, we, we have our troll back again. We just got to block this account now. I know you're having fun and you're bored, but you just can't play with us today. We're doing other adult-like things. Damn, people just, wow. Unless these are like literally like robot accounts that just come into, I don't know. We're just, I'm not even going to pay attention to this. <laughs> They're not going to stop. They're having too much fun with us today, guys. Okay. Okay. Our collective consciousness guides the frequency of the And over the past hundred years, the overall frequency of the earth has been rising. So why do you think that we've been seeing so many catastrophic things that are planned events happening now? Because the collective consciousness is rising. And when we get to a certain level, these things, <laughs> yes, AI trolls, these things can't exist. 
because you don't have people in this low vibrational scared space. You have people in an empowered space at all times. Imagine once there is just a certain level of awakening, you can never go backwards again. You can never get people to believe your tricks again, right? It's like a cheating partner. I'll never do it again, I promise. You trust them, you, you give them your love, they cheat again. Oh, please take me back, I'll, I'll never do this again, I promise, I promise, I love you, you're the best thing that ever happened to me, I can't live without you, you give them another chance. Little by little, they're just chipping away and chipping away and chipping away, right? And once something shatters into a million pieces, when you glue it back together, it's never the same. So that's the same for the collective consciousness. There's more and more people that are waking up to the cheaters of the world. And they're saying, I don't fucking trust you anymore. I don't trust you anymore. Just trust us. We have the cure. New science says this. Oh, maybe they're, you know, looking out for our best interest. And then they disappoint you again. So this is happening over and over and over and over again. To the point where Humpty Dumpty, <laughs> exactly. To the point where the collective is saying, I got this. I don't need you to tell me what to do. I don't need you to tell me what's best for me. So again, over the last hundred years, the overall frequency of earth has been rising. So now that they know that they're losing power, they're going to throw everything in the kitchen and the kitchen sink at us. But how are you going to respond to that? Are you going to respond by being fearful? You're going to respond by saying, Oh, let's just do what they said so we can get this over with. Are you going to respond by just going along with it? Are you going to respond by saying, I'm just doing my job? Or are you going to stand up for yourself and use your own consciousness to say, I know better, so I'm going to do better? If we fall for this again, we're doomed. Uplift and edify one another. And that is how we spread that high energy is to uplift other people. When people are spreading doom and gloom, this is why it makes me so insane. When all these people are spreading doom and gloom, these huge accounts, that they're doing a huge disservice to humanity by spreading doom and gloom every single day. What are you doing? You're lowering the collective consciousness. And people that don't do this work will never understand it. Especially a lot of the people that are considered patriots and stuff like they're all not they're all not all but many are coming from their ego space their fight their fight brain right they don't understand this side of things that you're sharing this and thinking that you're doing something good but you're only fear pointing people you're only spreading pop propaganda which is doing the job of the darkness having awareness of things is very different than being negative and spreading things and saying, they're doing this to us and look at everything that's going on. Very different energy. Very different energy. We are waking up to the fact that our vibration forms our lives. As a result, breakthroughs, manifestations, and overall constant miracles have been occurring. So that when we understand that vibration forms our lives, as we talked about, if 500 million people all thought the same thing, Fear, scared, worry, detriment, death, destruction. We're co-creating that space with our vibration, with the things that we think. But if we constantly think from an empowered space that we can do this, we can make change. This world is going to be a different place because of us. The, the vibration is about to rise in Hawaii. What's up, Hep? And Hawaii is... Even though they're going through such a dark time, look at the way that they're coming together for each other. They're raising the vibration despite the horror that they're facing. They're still able to raise the vibration. Hawaii is such a very, very special place. And I know that a lot of people, or if, if you haven't, have read about the heart chakra of the earth is in Hawaii where the destruction happened. The earth is a living being. All right, I'll check my DM, Hem. So, don't say that, Hem. The heart chakra of Earth, right, has just been decimated. But the people there have so much heart that they are able to still come together for one another and they're able to still move forward. 
to help their brothers and sisters that are there. What time is it? Because I'm just talking to Ram. Oh my God. Wow, I was almost on for an hour. I was paying too much close attention to the trolls. Um, so I hope that that was helpful and that we could continue to understand how our vibration rules the earth because it does. Um, okay. We felt the energy lost from the people who left us. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I'm glad that it was helpful. Had a lot of requests today. I think they, some of them were trolls. Um, I'm going to repost this. So if you, you don't want to share it, whatever, you absolutely can. Um, but I wanted to send you guys so much love and um, Shell, I didn't know that. Um, we are still going forward with the retreat. I haven't been talking about it a lot because I've been really focused. Um, I'm going to repost it so you can watch it. Um, <clears throat> the vibration of animals, meaning what? What about the vibration of animals? I mean, just look at dogs, for example. They're the happiest little beings on earth, no matter what. They give you chance after chance after chance, no matter what. Um, they raise your vibration instantly. I mean, for people that, that have that connection with animals. Um, so anyway, what I was saying is, um, I'm going to be going live tonight with the guys, I think. Uh, me, Rodney, Joe Yi, and possibly Electric Being to talk about the retreat and stuff because I really, I'm interested in doing a lot of, of massive meditation or mass meditations while we're there to help with the collective energy. Um, so I'm still looking forward to it and just having a beautiful time and creating just community with, with those of you that I've never met before. So I hope that everybody has an amazing day and I will repost this. The Conscious Catalyst. That's it. That's his page. Um, if you're interested in energy work, send a, a DM to Robert, which is the Conscious Catalyst. Uh, just send me a DM and I'll see if I can send you his page if you can't find it. But anyway, have an amazing and beautiful day and I'll probably see you guys later tonight. <laughs>